We all have a yearning for love, but relationships can be confusing and complicated. Dr. Tammy Balashevsky says it all starts from within. It starts with a journey to center. Here's your host for Journey to Center on Empower Radio, Dr. Tammy Balashevsky. Hello, my darling. It's an honor to be hanging out with you for a while here today on Empower Radio. So it has been said, and I believe it's true, what we give, we shall receive. What we put out, we'll get back. This is the law of attraction, water finding its own level and reaping what we sow. Years ago, I was struggling financially. Every month, I had an intense fear that I was not going to be able to cover my bills. Beyond that, it seemed there was a frustrating pattern of events where money found ways to leave me. Parking tickets, speeding tickets, losing an expensive book for school, sitting on my glasses. No matter how responsible I tried to be and no matter how hard I worked, I experienced a never-ending cycle of irritation, frustration, and fear around money. Then I kept hearing, I should tithe, plant the seeds for money. It logically made no sense. I was broke. I had no money to give. But the suggestion kept showing up. And my teachers would say, if you see something or hear something once, whatever, twice, maybe there's something to it, three or more times, God is talking to you. Once it got into the double digits, I was like, okay, maybe there's something to this. So family sat down on the beach and had a heart to heart with God. What do I do? The word tithe clearly dropped into my awareness. I said I was scared. God said, do you trust me? It was time to put my money where my mouth was. And then I saw a whale breach. It was God talking to me for sure. And so I went home and I wrote out my first check for my first tithe. It was to save the whales for $50. An interesting thing happened the very next day. I commissioned a painting for $500. And so immediately I tithed again, $50. And then somebody asked me to create a logo. And then I sold several pieces of jewelry. And then I tithed again. And then I booked some clients. This was all too synchronistic not to believe there was something to this tithing thing. And thus I became a fan, a consistent participant, and a true believer of tithing. Over the course of the next couple of years, my prosperity increased a thousandfold and my life improved exponentially. I later went on to write a book about manifesting prosperity, which became a bestseller. And now I love to speak and teach about the principles that ushered me out of poverty into my life of freedom and empowered prosperity. Today, to continue this conversation is one of my dearest friends, prosperity pathmate, fun, wise, witty, whimsical, intuitive, and irreverent friends, Penny Orloff. Penny is a professional life coach and fairy godmother, a tarot reader for over 50 years. She has used the cards in her counseling practice for decades. For 10 years, she was an art therapist at a residential drug and alcohol rehab facility in Malibu. She is also the author of Art as Life Work, Life as Artwork, a creativity seminar and workbook that has been offered nationwide since 1991. She's currently working on her new book, Who Would You Be If You Had Nothing to Bitch About? Her personal development system, Wishful Thinking, synthesizes human proclivity for magic, and symbol with practical steps to manifestation of your highest good and greatest happiness. She's also a regular contributor of the stories to Chicken Soup for the Soul series of books. In her former life, Penny was a working actor and dancer in LA when a Juilliard scholarship took her to New York. She sang more than 20 principal soprano roles for her New York City opera and played feature roles on Broadway under such directors as Harold Prince and Joseph Papp. 
theater, concert, and opera engagements took her all over the U.S., Europe, and the former Soviet Union. Her solo show, Jewish Thighs on Broadway, toured the U.S.A. for a decade, including a successful run off-Broadway. As soon as the small theaters open again, she will be touring in her new shows, songs and stories from a not-quite-kosher life. Penny Orloff, thanks for hanging out with me today on Journey to Center. Well, thanks for inviting me. I always love these conversations. Yes, and I want to just start our story with um, when you decided to open your mind to tithing. You were living on my couch, struggling, well, yeah. struggling financially, but you didn't have an abundance of cash. And we started this conversation. Now, why don't you take it over from there? Well, we started the conversation while you were writing your book, um, Manifesting Prosperity from the Inside Out. And you were asking people, you knew all your close people, what is prosperity to you? What does prosperity mean? And I felt incredibly prosperous, even though I was, you know, camping out on your couch and living hand to mouth. I felt so prosperous because as an art journalist, I had free tickets to the best seats at theater and concerts and operas and openings of art galleries. And I felt I felt incredibly prosperous. And I, as an unemployed person, I had loads of free time. And that was true wealth to me, free time and the best seats in the house to all these wonderful arts events and um, great health. So I felt very prosperous. And you looked at me and you said, that's, that's all sounds incredibly good, but you haven't mentioned money once. What, what's wrong with money? Is there something wrong with money? And I had never considered that. I was struck dumb. And all of a sudden, this, this floodgate opened and suddenly money became a part of my prosperity story. And, well, then you gave me this wonderful book by Edwin Gaines, and I think you'll probably talk about that book, where the, the four spiritual laws of prosperity, and one of the most important uh, of four equal, but most important and revelatory to me was tithing. And she said, you know, of everything you take in, give 10% to where you find spiritual nourishment. And I thought, that's not good, giving 10% when, you know, of stuff that comes in. What if nothing's coming in? How do you give? So I thought, how about I do it in advance, decide what I'd like to have happen, what kind of money I'd like to have come in in the next month, and give that in advance and then get back tenfold. Ten times the amount sounded very, very good. So I immediately wrote a check for $200, which was coming to the bottom of my savings. But I, I believed it wholeheartedly because I knew it was the truth. I had total faith. So I wrote a check for $200 to my teacher, to my spiritual teacher, and then kept track meticulously every day of anything that came in. If I found a dime on the sidewalk, if someone offered to buy me coffee, all of those little benefits I kept track of. And at the end of, a, of the month, I had taken in $2,380. <laughs> so I couldn't wait to do it again. And that's, um, that's been my practice ever since. And I think that's what 10 years ago. And I went from sleeping on your couch in 10 years to 
owning my own home, beautiful home, mortgage-free, owning my car. I have no credit card debt, and my net worth is up in the seven figures. I love this story so much. And then I also want to talk about how we have to learn how to receive if we want to manifest. Because you wrote that check out and handed it to me. And I started yep. sweating. Yeah, I was like, I don't, um, I think I'm not going to cash this check because though I really believed in tithing, tithing, I knew it worked for me. I was afraid to make that promise to you. But you know what? It wasn't my promise. It's the only place in the Bible, and Edwin talks about this, where it says, prove me wrong. So you wrote that check out to me, and I was sitting there holding it, and I thought to myself, and it was like you could hear my the wheels turning in my brain, maybe I won't cash it until her money shows up. And you almost on cue. But you actually said that. Yeah. Did I say it out loud? I knew I broke out into a cold sweat. And you said, now I want you to cash this right away so I can start expecting my money to show up. And so I was stressed, but I did it. Yeah. Yeah. And it it, it worked. (laughs) Well, I had to like tell you, please, you you said, I think I won't cash this until you can afford it. And, (laughs) And I all but broke your arm and said, you have to do this. Why can't you accept prosperity? What's your deal? So there's a, there's a thing about acceptance. And finally you said, thank you. I accept. And, you know, that was part of your prosperity. Yes. You were tithing, but you couldn't accept abundance. And, and it has to do with expectation, too. I wrote that check expecting $2,000. Yeah, you and were pretty excited about happened. it. I- I was afraid when I wrote my first tithe, like I wasn't quite sure I could believe it, but it just kept showing up that this was something I need to experiment with. And that's what it is, I think, an experiment and see how it works for you. Give it a couple of months if it doesn't stop. But I was astonished at how at how well it worked in my life. I had a little concern about you because I knew you didn't have a lot of money. (laughs) Yeah, you're prosperous, but you didn't have a lot of money. So the thing is, though, you it's the expectation. And if you have the expectation, suddenly your attention is everywhere that abundance is coming from. If you don't have the expectation, you may have all this abundance flowing into your life that you don't even see all these opportunities that you don't even see because you're not expecting it. You're expecting, I don't think it'll work. I did it, but I've never been lucky. And that becomes your experience. But for me, I've always believed in magic and magic spells. And it's run my life. My life has been magical because I always expect it. The money thing was one, one more wonderful thing that happened, you know, because I was expecting magic. And you gave me this magic, magic um, ritual to perform that gave me even more magic. If you're not expecting it, opportunities come to you and you don't see them, you ignore them. And that's your excuse to say, oh, it doesn't work. But if you do truly expect it, you will notice, oh, somebody just told me I look pretty today. Thank you. I accept. Mm -hmm. Oh, somebody offered to buy me lunch. Thank you. I accept. Oh, look, someone just offered me uh, uh, I'm a tarot reader. And within within days after that, uh, a friend of mine who knew I was into mysticism and everything called and said, 
a very wealthy, very nice friend of mine is having a birthday party for a close friend of hers. She needs a tarot reader. Do you know of someone? I said, that would be me. And I made $500 reading tarot at a private party. But if I'd said, well, um, I know several, if I hadn't accepted that evidence that it was coming to me, that was an opportunity. And you can bet I handed out my business cards at that party. And people have called me since I have regular clients from that party all those years ago. So if you're if you truly get into the spirit of it, it's not with grudging. Okay, I'll do this. I got a hundred dollars now. I only get to keep ninety because I have to give up ten percent. If instead you reverse that, you know, and give first and expect a tenfold return, that sounds bigger. <laughs> you know, that's it's true. And give it was- the ten. Yeah, go ahead. It's been such a joy to watch you because it's like every time you would, you know, the first tithe, every time you would make some money, you're like, Tammy, here's some more is coming in. It's it's flooding in. It's flowing in. And, you know, for me, I I only had faith the size of a mustard seed. I was afraid. And I was like, we'll see how this goes. But it was so synchronistic how things started to show up. And I think it's really important to address the fact that we don't have to know how it's going to show up. We just have to participate and then keep our eyes and heart and mind open because I You're never so right. have expected some of these. I literally found $20 on the ground. I've never seen that yep. happen before in my life. We don't have to yep. know how God's going to gift us. We just have to do our part and allow God to do his part. Well, something that's very important, though, is to keep track, keep a notebook. Yes. Or something and keep track of uh, I kept a calendar and every day that something came in, I put down the amount and added it to the previous total. So I kept a running total so I would know because if you're not keeping track, you don't know. How right. do you how do you measure your success if you're not monitoring it and keeping track? And and it's everything. If someone uh, picks up your lunch check and you you spent six seventy five on a tuna salad sandwich and someone picked that up, that six seventy five goes there in that tally. Because yes. how do you know if you're not keeping track? That's so uh, true. I finally, yeah, yeah. I, I'm still keeping track, and there's people who um. I've, I've talked about this too. And now I'm doing something like stuck in the house with nothing to do for a year and a half, the lockdowns from COVID and everything and nothing was open. And this is a year and a half ago when they locked down everything, you couldn't go anywhere. You, you know, you were trapped in the house and, and all of that. So I started like checking in on my Ameritrade account and I accidentally discovered um, dividend capture <laughs> an exponential thing that's been happening so like the dancers were out of work you know the los angeles ballet shut down and they couldn't go to work and the theaters were closed and it was terrible and i decided to do a choreographic workshop to sponsor that and 20 dancers i gave them each 500 dollars two weeks in a row so i spent twenty thousand dollars on that and this was you know uh, nobody was earning anything, but the dancers, you know, mean a lot to me, and I derive incredible spiritual fulfillment from ballet. So, in that in that year that I had done that, my dividend capture produced over two hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> 
But it's I watched for the opportunities. I mean, it was me taking advantage of opportunities as I saw them. So it wasn't just someone wrote me a check for $200,000. It didn't happen that way. But I became very open to opportunities. And yeah, yeah. Open, listening, uh, trusting your intuition. And, you know, I have to tell you a funny story as well. I I quit tithing because, um, you know, we're very prosperous and we created a, a family foundation and we're doing a lot of philanthropy in the community and writing checks to Idaho Youth Ranch and the um, Humane Society. So I'm like, well, I don't need to keep track of my nickels and dimes because we're doing it in this bigger way. Right. And then I started seeing that pattern again of losing my expensive sunglasses and my reading glasses and misplacing things. And I, I got a speeding ticket again. And I'm like, Oh, I remember this pattern. This happened years ago when I wasn't tithing. I was like, Oh, I need to start keeping track again of my nickels and dimes. Right. So I I started paying attention and I I wrote a tithe out for like $50. I was like, here we go again. I'm doing it big, but I'm doing it in this way as well. And I swear the next day I received a, um, a gift certificate from you, a gift card from you from Dolce and Cabana for $500. And I just started laughing. And I thought to myself, I wonder if they have sunglasses. And about that time, you sent a text, they have great sunglasses. You didn't know that I had just lost my very favorite pair of sunglasses. I was like, oh my God, this is all so familiar. So I, I ended up getting these really cool sunglasses from Dolce and Gabbana. And I'm like, how did you even know? And you're like, I didn't. I just listen. I don't argue with my intuition these days. You really trust that. So a funny thing happened. But also I, it was, yeah, it I, was shortly after. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. What were you saying? Well, I, I got some new sunglasses, but then I found my old sunglasses. And then I started um, tithing again. And this is hysterical. I got pulled over from a cop. And I'm like, I was going 15 miles an hour over the speed limit. And I was like, I'm not supposed to be getting a speeding ticket. I've been tithing. And he let me off. I couldn't believe it. I've never gotten off a ticket in my life. And I'm just like laughing and God's laughing and we're laughing. And I'm like, you know, the tithing thing, it's not just about creating more prosperity for yourself. That is a benefit and bonus that I see happen very consistently. But it's also about opening up our conversation and relationship with the divine. And I think God wants that. If we make ourselves available for it, it's about acknowledging God as our source, our best friend. It's really cultivated a deeper sense of just um, feeling safe, feeling loved, feeling adored, feeling supported, and deepening in this magic that you speak of, Penny. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, about that magic, the the gift card. I had no idea you lost your best sunglasses or anything. Uh, I had just listened to one of your meditations because I have a whole stack of your meditations. And I, I listen in from time to time just to remind myself of things. And I thought, boy, I'm going to tie to Tammy. Um, my, my niece was out of work and I wanted her to continue, you know, m- making content she's a creative and making content instead of going to work as a personal assistant for some bimbo actress i wanted her to continue so i thought i'm going to parcel out five thousand dollars to her so i i I think i'll tithe first so i'll tithe to tammy this was a great meditation and it reminded me and i thought but tammy doesn't need dollars what and then I thought, but Tammy loves beautiful accessories and designery things, beautiful things. Let's send her a designer, a Dolce & Gabbana 
uh, gift card. So that's why the gift card. And I, I did. I was looking through the Dolce Gabbana site while I was purchasing the card, and they had great sunglasses. And I remember your huge basket of designer sunglasses at the apartment when I was sleeping on your couch. And I thought sunglasses, and that's how that happened. Yeah, that was just so funny and synchronistic and, and, you know, how we've shown up in one another's lives with what each of us needs to hear. When I said to you, what's wrong with money? And there was a time in my life when you, I was working really hard on my book and I was sitting in front of my computer for like 14 hours at a time. You had left, you came home, you left, you came home and you're like, are you still working at it? And I'm like, yes. And you said, what are you trying to prove and to who? And I said, I started to cry before the answer even hit the air. This was such a deep belief that I had to work hard and do and prove to be worthy of prosperity. And I said, I'm trying to prove to my father I'm not stupid and trying to prove to my stepfather I'm not lazy. So I knew by this point I was worthy of prosperity, but I thought I still had to work hard, do and prove. And you helped me dig really deep and excavate this seed of um, worthiness, this of un- issue of unworthiness, yeah. unworthiness. Yeah. And I have to say, I've never, ever since that day, when you asked me that question in that way, never have I sat in front of my computer for 14 hours and whipped myself into creating to prove anything. And, and I was prosperous before you said that, but now my prosperity shows up in a way that's even more graceful, easy, joyful, gentle and magical. And so I think you and I have done this for each other for many, many years where we just see each other clearly and we ask the questions or make the statements where it's like, we're both like, wubba 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 And I think because our intention is to go higher in our consciousness and expand in our ability to give, receive, and um, live a magical life, we do that for each other. And it is such I a think joy. We, do. We, we mirror for each other. We reflect back to each other without criticism or judgment, just reflect back. Mm-hmm. You know? Observation. And, yeah. mm-hmm. It's Observation, so true. Just reflecting back. Here's what I see. Here's my question. Because when you said to me, well, what, what's wrong with money? It was like all of a sudden, what was the point of me living with nothing? And I, I realized that early on when I wanted to be an actor and an entertainer and, and uh, my parents, were terrified and and I wasn't going to go to college. I was just going to, you know, be an actor and a dancer and a storyteller and a singer and, you know, be an entertainer. And they said, you'll never make any money. You'll be poor your whole life. And I thought that would be okay. As long as I could Mm -hmm. be an entertainer, I'd be okay with no money. And that at 11 or 12, that kind of led the rest of my life that I'm okay. I have no money. But I'm an actor. I'm okay. Yeah, you and, defended and your position. Great. You defended your position of prosperity. I'm prosperous because of A, B, C, D. I don't need money to be prosperous. And then I was like, but what if you could have money too? What's wrong with money? And that was, I think, the first time since I'd known you that you were silent for moments. Because <laughs> <laughs> we can talk. And, and I wasn't going to say anything until you said something. We just sat there and looked at each other and blinked for maybe like four minutes. <laughs> it was yeah, it was silent. But that was that was the epiphany when it was like, what, what, and the point is, your point is. And I and I thought, well, really, there 
There is no point. There's no purpose in it. There's no purpose. So, okay, that door opened. Because, you know, prison's locked on the inside, but I didn't even know I was imprisoned in an old idea. Yeah. That I would... I could be happy without money, therefore, to be happy, be without money and do it my way. But there's there's another way. Why do you have to do it that way? Is there perhaps another way to do it? And it made it was an epiphany. It just knocked open and the floodgates came open. And, oh, that's another thing about anything that just occurs to me. When you tithe, when you put it out the front, you create a channel through the back. You create a vacuum into which prosperity flows. If that's your intention, is to create a flow, uncork it and let it flow. So anyway, that's kind of how how I have felt. And in 10 years, it's been just ridiculous. But I I do keep track. People have to keep track because otherwise... Uh, abundance is coming to you and you don't know. How do you know? You're not keeping track and you're ignoring opportunities to earn. So Penny, we only have about a minute left here. And then I'm, I'm excited that you said yes to another show with me next week. And I feel like if you, my dear friend, my soul sibling, my listener, my, my fabulous, uh, seeker, if you would like to have your own revelations, epiphanies, and, um, experience Penny in a way that could help you remove the blocks to your prosperity. Penny, how can people get a hold of you for a tarot reading? I can't recommend this enough. Okay. Uh, and I do do online for people who are still locked up or, you know, distancing and all that. I do do online readings and, and FaceTime readings and, and um, email readings. You can write me directly, email me at Penny Orloff at me. That's pretty simple. So yes, I I want to book a session with you. We'll talk about that later when we're not on uh, on uh, Empower's dime here. And to my friends, to my listeners, thank you, thank you, thank you for letting Penny and me be a part of your day. I hope this is opening your mind and heart a little wider to the possibility of giving generously and receiving graciously. If you want an appointment with her, can't recommend that highly enough. And be in touch with me. I have a free guided meditation. If you go to TammyBPhD.com. Remove those blocks so you can live a life of flow, grace, ease, prosperity, magic, and ever-expanding love. So we love you, we appreciate you, and we hope to continue the journey with you. God bless you. Onward and upward. Bye for now. That is one nice and smooth in the books. <laughs> we like it nice and smooth. That's my favorite way to do that it. That was good. Yeah, that was super fun. We always have a blast. <laughs> yeah. And I think we got everything said we needed to say in that short period of time. Yeah, I think it'll open people's minds to the possibility and 